welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke-Robert. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And on this particular podcast, we will be recapping the challenge season 33, War of the Worlds, episode 16. This is the end. This is the end. Oh. Something, something. And how far we've come, baby. Yeah, I mean, we have come super far. Now that we know the outcome of the show, it isn't it interesting when you know the outcome of the show, you think about the show and mm. you go, oh, it was this person's season. Yeah. Like you, you, you're you like, hmm. Now, it, it would have felt that way if a few of these people won. True. But it would have not felt that way if a couple of these other people won. Also true. And and these and some of these people are the people that we thought may be winning we thought this had at a the chance. beginning of this episode. Yeah, we thought at the beginning. So, but, but, uh, so I don't remember how we do it. We've done a final recap a few times. Do we spoil who wins normally on these things or do we I wait till the know. end? Let's wait till the end. Okay, so let's wait till let's the end. Let's wait till the end. And you know what? I, I really want to jump into it, but as you guys know, if you guys are a loyal blowhards and listen to all our recaps and all that stuff, um... Uh, before Ugh. Uh, the challenge. Classic. Ashley, Why does MTV do this to us? We throw on MTV just to get ourselves primed. you got to like, get it up and ready to go. You can't miss a second of the opening, so you turn on the, the channel. About five minutes prior. or, or and, <sighs> Just and to it, make sure everything's okay. These days, a, a couple minutes. I, I would say two minutes. We leave it yeah. till about uh, you know, 8.58. We've been shortening it and shortening it. Why? And, Unfortunately, we always have to see a little bit of a, a ridiculousness. Get that show off my television. And and today's ridiculousness clip, we always get to see the last clip, which I guess is the topper for that show. I've and never seen usually, the beginning of that show yeah, ever. The last clip is like the, the big finale. It's usually like a granddad getting hit in the groin or yeah. an old lady falling. And uh, what was this this week's? It was a donkey. And, he, and that donkey was... He, he had was, his he had his own member in his mouth. He he was performing oral on his on self, and we it 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 was so shocking. Yeah, it was. I mean, I looked up from my phone to see it, and I was like, "Oh my god, this must be the final." It felt like a parody. <laughs> like, Are they all going to have to do this? <laughs> I had thought I had thought it had started, but then I realized, thank God, it was just ridiculous. It was just so perfect and encapsulated why we hate that show so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it was really tough. It was uh, a parody of itself. Yeah, book ended with, as you guys know, Catfish comes on right afterwards. And honestly, oh my this, God. this Catfish, if, while we're recording this, I might turn this thing off. And, I've never and, wanted to watch an episode of Catfish until this. This Catfish. I mean, <laughs> The this, trailer for this, this one. This loser kid really thinks that he was about to date some model on the internet. I mean, I mean, this is going to have been the wild. nerdiest kid. Is, is all of MTV trash? No, it's got the challenge. It's got the challenge. That's what I mean. But now, like, is the challenge the only part that's not trash? No, they have um, everything else. They is have garbage. that one where you like tattoo somebody's like dead everything family member on your balls or something. You know what? We do it. like a double shot at love though. Oh, that's and we love X show. on the beach. You know, we talk about a lot of these shows. Are you the one uh, on our Monday episode? If you guys are not subscribed or you don't listen to all of our episodes, you should check out our Monday episode. It's a general reality podcast we talk about reality in general we have fun we have a lot of stuff and if you uh, have never checked those out please check those out and while you're at it why don't you rate this podcast five stars on the apple podcast app it Go makes me and Ashley very very happy and it keeps us uh going it gives yeah. us the will to crank uh two of these out a week just so. know that your review is keeping us Seriously, alive somebody just reviewed our podcast and said that they like lily I yeah, mean, Lily I mean, or Cat? 
Yeah, Nick went wild. I, I couldn't believe it. Lily's famous now. And on the A show, you'll also get a little bit of um of us. You Slice f- of life. You learn, yeah, you learn little tidbits. You learn about our codependent relationship. It's really <laughs> great. But Shall you know, we? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's just get let's into it. it. Let's, do let's it, get Ash. into it. This is the second part of the final. Last week we left on a crazy cliffhanger, which was TJ introducing the idea of a tribunal. In the final. Wow, we're going to get a tribunal in the final. No one was expecting it. After a day, a horrible day in the desert, in the sun, two people have had to go home for health reasons because they could not hang. And now they think it's done. And TJ saying, nope. We got a tribunal. Yikes. How do you feel about this tribunal being introduced? I think it's interesting that the three people in the tribunal, at least in their interviews, are like, ah, I just don't want to be doing this. Yeah. And it's just like, are you kidding me? You're in the tribunal. You're yeah. not going to go home and you get to knock one of these other suckers out of here. But they must feel so bad. Do they? Physically? Physically, I mean, physically they of feel course. bad. But I think if you're if you're that weak, you start having sympathy on the people around you. Maybe. If I, I at this point sitting here in this chair in Bushwick, Brooklyn, never having competed like this in my entire <laughs> life, I will say that if I was one of them, I'd be wait. I couldn't wait till they turned around so I could just slit their throats. Oh my! God. I'm telling you, I, I want it bad at this point. Wow, bad! You're losing it. Yeah, I would be. Now, I think this is interesting because whenever they do like a over the night final, spend the night, they usually make them do something uncomfortable while they sleep, while they sleep, like stand on a log or like they don't have any heat or, you know, it's just everyone's being tortured throughout the night. And it seems that they were like, we're not going to torture everybody. We're just going to torture two people. Yeah. I mean, also they, they would do, and I'm not too sure if we got a version of this, but they traditionally would have like one they would fly you out to a third a separate location yeah. and then they throw you in like a uh a killing floor situation where it was like hey you guys are in uh koala lampur mm. uh we just brought you out of here out here by submarine well not everybody's competing in Ooh. the final somebody's gonna have to get back on that submarine and go back oh, to australia man. that's awful um so that they normally do that they, they did not do that and i kind of feel like this is a version of that mm. they kind of just were like well we'll just do this later make interesting make them kill each other and kill themselves and then have the tribunal rather than uh you know the way that they normally do it but I was excited to, and, and to me, it's a fun way to start part two yeah. of the finale. It really brought us into this episode. I mean, it started with a bang. The tribunal is Theo, Wes, and Turbo. And like I said, this is nighttime after an intense day. Those three have to choose a player for possible elimination. They have to vote them in. TJ says, who are you voting for and why? And something I found very interesting was he kept asking them. He would go, Theo, who are you voting for and why? Wes, who are you voting for and why? And we would see them vote in the tribunal. And then for their why explanation, it would be in an interview. Yeah, I noticed that too. I, I It stood out to me. Was the Theo, who are you, uh, was the TJ, who are you voting for and why, like voiced over in order to shoe in those interviews? I think one of two things happened. They prepped for that where they're like, well, what we'll do is you'll we'll have you read this in the copy just because we're going to be asking for the reasons why in the interview. Uh, I'm sure they had it planned out. Um, or they just asked them twice why one in the moment and one after the fact in the interview and they were like well the responses are so much more clean yeah now we want to use the interviews so we'll just make sure that we edit it that way but um yeah i mean you're gonna always find out why whether it's in the Mm. interview or not but yeah tj specifically asking for it is something that has popped up in this last 
uh, one to four season yeah. arc. I feel like it started on Dirty 30. Yeah, where they were like, we're getting dirty. So yeah. now TJ is allowed to be dirty and he's not just playing it down the line anymore. Right. He's now getting into the nitty gritty gossip. Theo votes for Hunter. Wes. He's looking at uh, Hunter. He can't vote for Hunter. He's been working with Hunter all season. He looks at Ninja Natalie. He says, that's my friend. He looks at Kara. He's like, she's a veteran. And then he votes in Kara. Yeah, and his in, his, uh, in the interview, the reasons he gives that it was going to be up to Ninja Natalie or Kara, but Ninja Natalie is a great competitor, he, uh, respects him, yes. gets along with yes. him. He's basically like, she's not mean to me. Everything that Kara is not. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting. Did how he much say a, that? Yep. Oh, yes. I All, missed that. So it, to me, it was like, boy, they must have not gotten along on this. Damn. Even though it did look like for a hot second that her boyfriend was working with him. Who knows? In the beginning yeah, of this. And, it did. Uh, I, I feel like he really shot a scatter shot. Uh, Wes did. Uh, preseason uh trying to work with as many people as he possibly could talk to at a, like a a hangout at a bar in phoenix arizona at some point off yeah. season you know uh but yeah no it, it was i was surprised by the kind of anger towards Kara from wes i uh, was surprised that Kara was like i'm a vet i'm a veteran blah blah, blah. you shouldn't vote for a vet when she voted for davon when it was davon in georgia and davon is more of a vet she also voted for kyle instead of theo i mean yeah she's that's pot kettle black yeah all that stuff next up is turbo and he votes for hunter so hunter is going into the tribunal makes sense they were gonna yeah. fuck each other at some point Oh, fuck right. you. You fuck me. That. I mean, he did have a uh, weird situation with Ninja Natalie that stretched out for a little too long. But uh, so I did think it was a toss up. But in the end, we all know that uh, Turbo is a gentleman. Yeah. Turbo votes in Hunter. And then Hunter picks and he's looking around. He's either got to pick Ninja Natalie or Kara. He picks Natalie and he says, simply out of respect for the vets. So do you believe him? Yeah. You don't think that he thought that he would be able to beat Ninja easier than he would be able to beat Kara? No. I think that if I was in his position, I would take the person who had not had the IV. Oh, interesting. I would have picked Kara. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's, uh, I, I had totally forgotten about the IV thing. Yes. As a matter of fact, they left it out of the recap. They did. It's interesting. Yeah, no, that would be a good pick. Yeah. Because Ninja um, has gotten refreshed and Kara has not. Ninja does seem to be respectful about Hunter's pick. She doesn't seem yeah. angry that she's going in. You know what? She has she has the best attitude throughout all of this. Yeah, yeah. I'm so impressed she, with her attitude. She's, she's everything Kara is not. She's everything Kara is not. Yeah. I thought, I, I have found Natalie to be sort of on and off annoying throughout this season. And I will say in this final, she really shined bright. I found her a little annoying in her interviews towards Kara, uh, mm. which I thought was like it was a very, in this episode. Yep, in this episode, oh. and um, I only noticed it after uh, what uh, a soundbite that we get from the Kara. We get from Kara, uh, um, you know, right after they go off to do their challenge. Okay, let's get to that soundbite. What happens next is that the monster truck Tiny shows up. You y'all remember Tiny from the beginning of this season? Yeah, we're like, did, by the way, what? did you remember that the monster no. truck's name was Tiny? No one remembers that. Come on, TJ. And the whole thing is you'll walk Tiny. So you're walking behind Tiny. Each of them has a 50-foot rope. They have to just basically walk until they can't anymore. Yes. F needlessly 
there is a, I guess because. The rope will like keep, wear out keep, your upper keep body. Making you, okay, yeah. so it makes sense. But so they, yeah, they're attached to the same monster truck, mm-hmm. green rope. That is moving so slow. And it's in the dark. It looks like it's parked at yeah. one point. And they're just walking. Yeah. But everybody seems to think that Hunter is on his last leg. That's something that we didn't mention. Hunter is injured, and we don't know what it is or yeah. what happened. Because when uh, Turbo picks Hunter, it's basically like, I'm going to put this guy out of his misery. He's about to pass out anyway. You know, there's a lot of talk of that during the tribunal scene that uh, just passed. And I, I kind of turned to Ashley, and I was like, is he more banged up than everybody else? I mean, well, people were standing... passing out. I mean, yeah. Ninja Natalie passed out. She blacked out. And there's something with his leg, like when he's getting, like, getting ready to walk tiny or whatever he's like ah my leg and he's like hitting it yeah he's like What's punching his on? leg yeah it's it's strange and so then they start walking and then this cuts to Kara and theo and turbo kind of sitting around um and wes talking about who's coming back and Kara's like i really hope natalie does not come back she is annoying she's annoying and theo's like yeah i hope she doesn't come back either it's pretty interesting that they're completely annoyed by her and then it was after that soundbite that i started noticing that ninja natalie's interviews started to be kind of be like yeah Cara just doesn't have you know what what i have in these channels you know a lot of that sort of talk and it makes me wonder either they beefed on the show or they beefed on social media or Ninja Natalie was briefed on the way that Kara had been speaking about her in her interviews with the producer. And then she kind so they could coax that type of an interview out of Natalie, mm. um, which I kind of feel like that is what well, happened. It's interesting because Natalie was partnered with Kara's boyfriend this whole season. Yeah. So like she should be they should be alliances. It's interesting. Yeah. It is something to note. Then we cut back to Hunter and Natalie walking and Hunter, he, he goes to give Natalie a fist pound. He says, good luck. You know, my best wasn't enough. Yep. And just drops that rope and lays down on the ground and his legs seem to be seizing up on him. And then the cameras go next to him and he goes, I need a medic. Yeah. I need a medic. They said, but I did get my spark back. I got my spark back. And I'm Where happy my, for you, Hunter. I ain't got my tennis shoes back. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Where are my hell of shoes? Guys, seriously, we've been for two You're going. The hell. For almost two seasons, we've been looking for uh, his shoes. If anybody knows where his tennis shoes are, Hunter. Where are my goddamn shoes? Wes says, I wanted to cross the finish line with Hunter. He is destroyed that Hunter is going home. Why does Wes care so much? I, I don't think, understand. I think they had some sort of a like a money deal. And then that started making me oh. think that started making me think that. I wonder how many stipulations a guy ha- like Wes, yeah. who is a veteran and a smart one at that, a champion, um, I wonder what type of stipulations he has when he cracks like a money, a monetary deal. Mm-hmm. We all know these happen where, you know, if you guys are not privy to these things, I believe uh, it, people have, uh, challengers have come out and said it that I have a deal with so and so. If either of us win, we're splitting the money with so and so. Do you know that Camilla and Kara had a deal when Camilla won her million on Invasion, I think, and then she never talked to Kara again? That's the problem with the handshake deal, folks. Yep. So um, basically, I think that they have some sort of a deal, and 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 uh, what I'm wondering is 
when a guy like Wes strikes a deal with you, yeah. there must be these stipulations. And I bet you he puts something in writing. Yeah. And I bet you it's something like, listen, okay, I'm going to strike a deal with you, but if you do not get past like the third elimination, that deal is off. Cause, right. Because once you strike a deal with a really good competitor, if you go oh. home episode two, do you still owe that person no, money? No, no. I it's think if we make it to we the have to we have to final. both make it to the final hundred percent. And if we make it to the final together, and that's yeah. kind of the verbiage of I want to make it to a final with this person. I yes. want to make it to a final You're with right. this person. Yeah, is like I want double the chance to come home with some money yeah. with this person. It's got to be make it to the final. Uh, and I bet he put something in there like if you work with Johnny, then I never work with you again. Yeah, and, I, and I'm curious. They don't know how much they're playing for and how it's yeah. going to be broken down. I wonder how that is addressed in one of these deals. Yeah. Um, I wish somebody would really break it down for Someone me. Someone tell us what the deal is. Anyway, Hunter goes home. Poor Hunter. Eliminated. Ninja Natalie rejoins the troop and then we see the morning and the truck that they are sleeping in, the pain locker, is that what it's called? Oh yeah. It closes up and it starts moving. They're going to another location. I'll tell you, we ragged on the pain locker last episode um, by, it's like, well, it just has seats in it. Nothing happens. Why is it so painful? They did have to sleep kind of upright. They had to sleep upright. To me, that was the first part where I'm like, oh, that's painful. Like I wouldn't want to have to sleep upright. I'm not I'm not like a good fall asleep in a chair guy. I yeah. kind of need to sleep on my side. I, I would love to sleep on the floor. And I'm wondering, I didn't see anybody on the floor. Did you? Nope. See, it's like, were you allowed to sleep on the floor? Or was it rusty and you didn't want to? Is I that also real found rust? it very interesting that in the morning, the the truck closed. And that's interesting because they kept talking about how cold they were. They, if the truck had been closed all night, they would have been able to retain some of that heat. So like leaving the door open, that's intentional wanting them to be uncomfortable gotta be uncomfortable for the challenge folks these people are psychopaths who tj you're this. a psycho everybody always talks like tj is the one who creates tj you're crazy for this one bro yeah and tj's like yeah i totally uh, came up with all these things in next to my mini ramp at my compound <laughs> in uh, pasadena the uh pain locker moves and then the door comes back down and they are still surrounded by sand but Th- tj's there that pain locker that pain trucker is it the locker drove around a dune for like 10 minutes and then came back and they're like we're going to another location there's going to be woods or water and it's just like no i think wes was like i was looking for a lush rainforest yeah it's like you were driving for nine seconds yeah who knows though they could have driven them to like messed with their head you know a couple of hours i'm fairly certain this is taking place in like the vegas like uh desert like this is oh, really? this is stateside. They're not telling I, us this where this isn't in the states. To me, this is stateside. Oh, I don't think this is in the states that's, at that's all. That's where I'm kind of feel like they're just like in a desert next to California. No, they are not in the states. Where are they? Let's put a dollar on that. Okay, well, hold on. I'm gonna pause right okay. now. Okay, and I'm, we'll find out where they are. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, dollar. It's in Namibia. <laughs> That's in Africa. All right. So it looked like Vegas to me. Whatever. <laughs> you just think Vegas is just a di- giant desert. Also, that doesn't look like Vegas. Vegas is casino. I've never been out of Jersey. <laughs> okay. So basically, TJ's like, welcome. What we're going to do now is play some trivia. We have a commercial trivia break. Trivia in Namibia? They left so much on the wow, table here. You're right. You know what? Also, why are they never telling us where they're at? We should have known that and not had to look it up. And they always were like, we're in Poontang, Thailand. <laughs> like, like you see what? what? <laughs> well, that's what I'm Did saying. Did you just say? That's what I'm saying. Like, every season they shove it, <laughs> TJ sho- shoves it down your throat where they Poontang. are. Poontang. Well, I forgot. They were at 
some country in Thailand and it sounded s- similar to that. Nick. It was like Newt Bang or some shit. Oh, come on. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Wow, that's bad. That's really bad. Okay, so (laughs) that's really bad. You might want to edit this out. You should make a mark of it. Um, So basically, he's like, we're going to play trivia, which I'm super jazzed about because I didn't have trivia this uh, season at all. And I was looking like, where's the trivia? So I'm pumped that they're going to have trivia. And whoever wins, they get a uh, one-mile ride in a dune buggy ahead of their peers. So it's all going to be trivia questions about geography. So when I hear this and we have Wes, Cara, Theo, Turbo, and Ninja Natalie on there, I'm thinking that the, you know, non-Americans are going to win. But in the course of two questions, Cara wins and she gets a ride in the dune buggy. This was a letdown. I'm always looking forward to like the trivia portions of the challenge. And I was really looking forward to like fun trivia questions. Like I love when they do questions about other challenges. Oh my God, that's the best. It wouldn't work because there's so many rookies, but how about stuff that happened on this yes. challenge? I like you when know, they like, do it about challengers, like that were in the challenge. Yeah. Something happened mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And they've been doing that the past couple of seasons. I that's guess cool. that's why they did want to do it. Plus this is War of the World. So ge- geography makes sense. And yeah. All that good stuff but it just was anticlimactic it was not uh that much fun to watch there were three there was an a circle a b circle and a c circle tj would give you the answers and then you walk to whatever circle that you thought the answer was but it wasn't individual so they were doing it in groups and they were just letting wes make a choice and then they'd all follow the the circle that wes was in and the first round ninja natalie got eliminated she was the only one that didn't stand in the in the b circle i think and then on the second one everyone's kind of walking around they're being shy to pick a circle they're being everybody's being coy which is the largest river is the question Mm -hmm. it's the amazon nile or the mississippi Mississippi. and then cara's like am i the only one with balls around here she's standing in b for nile That's she says, am I the only one with balls around here? And then she makes a decision and gets into B and then the rest of the people go to A. I did not like that. She says, am I the only one with balls around here? Because it's like so I don't know. You don't need balls to make a cool decision. Yes. And to go out on a limb. You know, exactly. It's uh, it's the goddamn patriarchal society that we're living in. (laughs) Me and Turbo are on the right side of history. Well, I mean, you just summed it up. Basically, you yeah. don't need balls to make a tough decision. And she makes a tough decision, and guess what? She wins. So everybody else is eliminated, and Kara gets uh, the grand prize, which is. I said a one mile the... ride in a dune buggy. So I didn't really understand what I when you don't know what's coming, it's hard to make sense of what she's really winning. It's like, like they're saying, like you get. Um, you get to start early or like you get like five minutes shaved off your time. Basically, you can tell that there's going to be distance involved. And now we just know that she gets a head start. But she gets to that one mile marker. And what does she find? She finds a game of battle ball, which is really just... Connect four. Connect four. And there is a post that says... uh, Whoever gets here first has to wait for the next wow. challenger to come up. Wow. And whoever wins this game of Connect Four essentially can move on. You may not move on until you beat another challenger. Mm. So she, now she's got to sit there and wait. Now she made up time, number one. Yes. And number two, she did not have to run up and down these dunes she's for a got mile. That, yeah, she's got that extra body. It's, it's a lot that she has uh, 
earned really, but she seems really pissed about it. She upset. is upset. Like I, I guess because she just wanted, she just thought she'd have a, a an advanced mm-hmm. a mile, and she can just keep running, and then it's just you know home free. We also learn in this moment while she's being like, "What? I could play this game by myself. Let me. This is so not fair." We learn that she's an only child. She's an only child. Kind of kind of kind of says a lot. Yeah, didn't see it coming, but once it was said, I understood. Yeah. So she's having to wait for everybody. Turbo sees Kara and she. She's like waving at him and he's like, are we finished? <laughs> and she's like, no, come here. You have to come play a game. And so he walks up and he plays the game. He wins. He takes off. He takes off and Car's like, oh, all right. Uh, I guess it's not going to pay off that much, but that's fine. I still have like, uh, what, three other people that I'll mm-hmm. beat and it'll be all good. Natalie shows up and the first thing Car says to her is, you're beating Wes? Yeah. And Natalie's like, yep. Natalie plays Kara and So Natalie Natalie beats um Theo? Yeah. Wow. At least that's how I have it written down. I don't Ooh. think so. It's Theo next because Theo then goes off and, and races and it, he's chasing after Turbo. Oh, so it's okay. It's same deal happens. You're not ruining anything because yeah. you got Theo comes up and then he just beats her and now that's two people that beat Kara at the Connect Four and they're running. It's Turbo and Theo running up dunes. Um, and then next comes in is Natalie. And as Ashley said before, she asks Natalie, she's surprised that Natalie's being West, but we all know West is not the runner here. So mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense. And then Natalie, uh, beats Kara. Mm-hmm. And now she is chasing after Theo, who's chasing after Turbo, who is running up a dune, thinking that he's going to possibly come in first. And finally, West shows up. By this time, Kara is in tears realizing that her one-mile head start basically has turned to, well, dust. And we have Wes, who's kind of out of breath, looking pretty sickly at this point. Struggling. And just Kara's just like, just put the balls in, man. She just puts it in, and she's like, oh, I just beat you, and then just ran away. And then I guess Wes had to wait probably a certain amount of time, although they did not tell us how long. Right. We just see him sitting down, uh, emptying sand out of his shoes. Yeah, he just looks sick. Yeah. Um, And then they're off to that. All of them are off to that next checkpoint. And the first person in that checkpoint is who, Ash? Turbo. And what is that checkpoint? checkpoint it's a the heart locker the it's, hurt car it's food oh yeah i thought he made it to the end already oops sorry nope nope so where are you are you t- i'm sorry i'm getting a text did let me put not, my phone on airplane mode did you not take notes i, I took notes took sit notes. down sit down so right you, now you took notes yes but you you skipped over my note because i was gonna say that while this was happening, Kara, you did this um, little monologue interview where she says, I don't want to let anyone down. The outpouring from fans when I won Vendettas meant so much. And I know everyone's rooting for me and I want to show them I can do it. Now, who do you think that outpouring is? Uh don't fuck with Car Maria sixty eight on Twitter. Uh, all this Car Maria army accounts. Like yeah. I kind of feel like those are the people that were because uh, I mean was, is she? Would you consider Kara like somebody who is a role model? Do you think Kara's a role model? You know model? what, Nick? I did a total one eighty on Kara in this episode. Mm-hmm. I did not like her this season. She was annoying me with Polly, and then this episode, I was like, "Damn, she is like beautiful. She's so talented athletically. Like she's keeping her shit together." I don't know. I do think she's a role model. Yeah. Okay. That works. 
So Turbo arrives to a table of food and he has the opportunity to eat some food and then assign whatever food he wants to the rest of the challengers in the final. He decides not to eat food, but to just leave it for the four people. He leaves a normal size amount of food for Kara and Natalie, and he leaves a lot of food for Theo and Wes. The food is breakfast food. It's like a... Uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich, granola, granola, cups of coffee, cups of tea, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I mean, it looks like decent food. And Theo I, gets I, there first, and oh, go ahead. He's pissed. Theo's Theo gets pissed. there. He's pissed that he's got to eat all this food. I, yeah. they don't ever really give us a good look on how much food he gave. It, to he who. got like two. Okay, so with Natalie and Cara, they had like a plate of food, a bowl of food, and then a drink. I think the guys had like two plates of food, two bowls of foods, and two drinks. I, I'll be honest. I know they're running so much they're dehydrated they're not feeling well they, they haven't sleep. eaten in 24 hours they haven't eaten in 20 they have not eaten 24 hours i think i'd be would be delighted by that food and i i don't think i would be one of these people heaving and throwing up either i think i would just be able to eat it yeah and then maybe not feel good later but i would eat that shit and not have a problem plus i'm like br- i'm not running anymore now i'm eating a peanut butter and gel peanut butter and jelly sandwich you want one like, right now yes when i saw the food i was like Oh, wait, wait, is that like pig's blood in there? And when I found out it wasn't like a bunch of like cow jizz and pig's blood, like I was like, oh, this is fantastic. Theo arrives. He's pissed. Natalie and Cara arrive. They are so happy to be eating. And then Natalie's like, I feel sick. And Cara encourages her to puke, which Cara kind of played off in her interview as if that was um, like a a plot, a A, plan. A beneficial move to her game. As if she planned that, manipulated that moment. She was basically saying oh yeah take more time throwing up while i'm eating this food so i can get a head start on you which is what happens yeah she takes off car finishes and takes off theo's next so now um, you got Kara, who's like all pissed off about all the time she now she's running in second, second. place so, yeah you know I, we still have to calculate time but th- this kind of goes to show you uh, the Kara thing when she gets moved in a dune buggy and then loses a bunch and then all of a sudden she gets to this thing and now she's in second. The it's mercurial like, nature of the challenge it's final. A, it's an interesting final. It seems like how this final has been laid out is you'll never really know where you stand. I like it. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure they know where they stand a lot more than the viewer. I mean, the challenge does a very good job of sort of blocking your real vision of yeah. who's in the lead through yeah. editing and not telling us times and all that stuff. But but I mean, really, at this point, um, I'm not too sure who's in the lead. Wes falls down. His head is spinning. Natalie finishes. Kara almost catches up to Turbo. Turbo runs to the pain truck. There's no TJ. So he gets to a point where he really feels like this is the end. And he's there's just a finish line, but nobody's there. Just the, the, the pain mobile and, and Turbo <laughs> and left with his thoughts. No TJ. No TJ. Theo falls to his knees he, as he approaches the finish line. Yeah. And then Turbo says, still have challenge, didn't finish. Still have challenge, didn't finish. Still have challenge, didn't finish. So it's what he, he keeps like breaking it to everybody in a yeah. very funny, it's Turbo true. way. First car, then Theo. Yeah. Um, then Natalie. Then, Natalie then Wes in. crosses and uh, Turbo says, he looks like grandmother, grandfather when they die. When yeah. die. Yeah, he, yeah it was... It, there's a lot of funny him talking about Turbo talking about how Wes looks like he's on death's doorstep. Yeah. It is like when your grandma and grandpa are about to die. That is in his face. <laughs> so gaunt. So dry. And it's just like, whoa, this guy's seen a lot of death. We take a commercial break. When we are back, they're on a beach. TJ shows them a lighthouse. 
He says, you got to run, you got to do a puzzle, and then you got to get in a kayak, get to that lighthouse, and I'll tell you your final times. Here's the twist. There are five people. There are four kayaks. You have to finish the puzzle in order to get the paddle to reserve a kayak. If you do not reserve a kayak, let's remember what Ashley just said. Four kayaks, five people. That fifth person will be DQ'd. DQ'd, eliminated. Even if they're in first place. Doesn't matter where you are. I couldn't believe it. I mean, this is where it all comes down to at this point. I could not believe it. This is a final in a final, basically. Turbo, in my mind, is basically, it's like Turbo or Theo in first place because Theo had the best time the first day. Turbo had the best time for the running through the desert part. And I'm like, one of them could be DQ'd? How is that fair? And Nick said, nothing in the finals fair, baby. It kind of feels like this mostly through the final. So it didn't surprise me that they do this. It is it is heartbreaking for one of our challengers here. You have to run and add and subtract math until you get a number to undo a lock to get your kayak pedal. Here's the thing. You think that you can hold all this math in your head, but as you're running, you're dividing, you're multiplying, you're doing an equation, you're going to get things turned around. Um, some people are stopping and writing it in the sand. Turbo is one of those people. He makes it to the paddle with Theo. Turbo unlocks the paddle. Wow. He is rocking and rolling, folks. He unlocks that paddle. He gets in his uh, his uh, kayak. Or is it a canoe? It's a kayak. It's a one-person canoe. It's a kayak. Theo is the first to get there, though. We should say that. Theo's the first to get there, but he can't figure it out. Turbo figures it out. He gives Theo the last two numbers as he's paddling away. Wes gets there. He figures it out. He starts immediately paddling after Turbo. Theo has to go back and check. He has to go do this all over again. And then it cuts to Turbo, who's paddling away in his uh, kayak. And he says, I almost go halfway. And then I turn to my side. There's Wes. Yeah. Wes is catching up. Wes has been in a kayak before, folks. Yeah. And he's going to use it all over you. Turbo makes it to the lighthouse shore. And then Wes is kind of confused and can't figure out where he's going. And Turbo yells at him this way, this way. Yeah. And he directs him there. And then we get an interview uh, with Turbo. And they ask him, why are you helping out all of your fellow challengers? Why are you helping out your competitors? Yeah. And he says, you know, I, I came in here like a lion. I leave like a lion. Like a Leon. <laughs> I, I want to be like Leon. Mm, I so came in like Leon. I will not live like chicken. Natalie figures it out. She takes off. Now it has come down to Cara and Theo. They cannot figure out this lock equation. Former partner against former partner. Can't believe it. Then we go to a commercial. I'm... I have to mention, during this commercial break, they ran a promo for the season of yeah, War of the Worlds. They're like, check out the challenge, guys. It's going to be a wild one. <laughs> it's like, like, yeah, we're watching fr- it right now. And if they tune in next week, it's going to be some weird, overly reunion. produced reunion. Yeah. Which we can't wait to recap, yeah, by the can't way. Wait. Stick around, folks. Kara goes back to do the math, and Theo miraculously unlocks he the gets kayak. It. He, he gets said he was it. just spinning numbers, and it worked. I don't, I, you know, I think he was just saying that. I think what was going on is he wasn't locking, he didn't have his numbers in, like, because the thing is, He's been running. He's exasperated. He's just ate a whole bunch of food. He feels yeah. sick. He has no sleep. He probably didn't have the line of numbers in the Perfect. right place. Like mm. you have to, 
making sure it's between those two arrows, he might have thought like one of the other grooves was where he should have been lining them all up. Anything could have happened. Because when he found it out, he was like, oh, fuck. Like it looked like he was like, oh, shit, I should have had them all lined up over here and not over there. Well, like, it we like don't a know dumb if mistake. that's true. We don't know. I'm curious to know, but I know they won't really ask that on the ch- on Theo, the just tweet at us and us. tell us. Uh, Cara says, I'm going to retire. And then she goes, no, I'm not going to retire. Yeah, it was but the quickest retirement I've ever seen. Yeah, she's done a she's, great job, Cara. Great season. She had a great season. She sits down. She's crying. She's sad. She and I sad. just want to say, you did a wonderful job. You and did a good job. I really felt bad for you in this final that you did that you lose here and you don't get in a kayak. And then I remember your all of your um, little romps with Polly over this season. Yeah, and I... And- I made us not feel bad again anymore. But you know what? You did win me back in this final. There you go. So I guess my feelings for Cara are complicated. Yeah, it's kind of complicated with her and myself as well. I love her as being a vet. You've been uh, a longtime Cara I'm, fan. I'm a big Cara fan. From and, day one. And honestly, her associations with Polly has honestly pulled everything down. And I don't necessarily even hate Holly, uh, Polly, but I hate them together. Yeah. Um. You know, the thing I, know, I noted from this scene was um, how genuinely hurt Theo looked to have to take this away from Kara yeah. in his interviews. Yeah. You know, he he did feel he it felt genuine that he felt bad. A hundred percent. Yeah. Theo did a great job of surrounding himself with powerful women this mm. season. I mm. like Theo a lot. Yeah. Um so Theo pulls up in the kayak onto the shore. Um Natalie immediately ta- starts talking shit about Kara, saying like she doesn't have the mind for it. Yeah. Um, then TJ says like, you guys did this for yourselves. You did this for your country, which I was like, oh, that's a weird little thing to put there yeah. at the end. All America <laughs> and one Britain. Yeah. And then you have to run. Oh, wait, and a turkey. And so. a turkey. And there's, there's yeah. different countries there. You have to run from this line to the White House. And as they do, as they're running, we get like a retrospective. The White House or the Lighthouse? The Lighthouse. What did I, I say? I think you said White House. Oh my God. They're running to the White House. <laughs> Um, then they do a retrospective on each character. So we see Theo with Cam. We see Theo with Kara. And at this point is when I start to, it really starts to sink in that the challenge, the season is over, folks. When they're doing the retrospective on like how everybody's season Uh, went as they're running to the finish line. Yes. Such a uh, uh, bittersweet moment. Yeah. um, And that I've had so many times before yet doesn't hurt any less anytime it happens. I love this. They come, uh, Turbo and Theo, they can see the finish line and they go, okay, one, two, three, and then they sprint and they race that last hundred yards to the finish line. Nobody happier than TJ at TJ's this moment. TJ's like, you guys are badass. You're killing it, it badass. He's so excited. We see a little retrospective with Turbo. We see Nani. We see that I will fuck you with Hunter. We see, uh, you know, how him telling Natalie she she hurt him. And then Turbo says, I can forget this pain but I cannot forget this memory. Wow. He loved wow. it. He had the experience he was wow. looking for, folks. So they cross the finish line. Next is Natalie. And then... Now, now it is notable that Theo crosses first. Mm, he does yeah, cross first. He does. Um, a little, not so much further than, but he beat him in that yeah, race. Yeah, but it's a, it's a matter of seconds. Sure, But this yeah. is finals going to be one by minute. You never know. So, That's I mean, true. they both collapse on the ground. They're laying on top of each other. So happy. Yeah. As I said, Natalie is next, followed by Wes. 
um, Wes getting, we see like a little retrospective with Wes. And while we see this, we see him down on the tribunal floor getting in Bear's face, kind of like chest bumping Bear saying, you will respect this game, which was weird because I don't remember that from the season. I sort of remember that, but I don't know. I don't know if I remember you will respect this game. Yeah, that seems like some whack ass shit to say. Like, I feel like they kind of did Wes wrong with that. Um, and then, so TJ is addressing them and he says, all four of you have finished the hardest final of the hardest season. And now I'm going to tell you your times. Wow. Here we go, folks. Fourth place was Natalie. Okay. Congrats, Natalie. Congrats, Natalie. You did it. You did it. You know what? You're not going to have to suffer any more losses or embarrassments on this season of the challenge. Oh, wait. Never mind. Oh, my God. There is one more, but but we'll get to that. one more thing. But Natalie, you came in as a rookie. You made it fourth place. You beat Cara Maria. That's awesome. You did a great job. Third place is Wes. Wes has taken third, and he makes some money here. He makes $50,000, and then he does an interview where he's like, $50,000, I'll take my wife on that honeymoon she deserves uh, for letting me come stay, so letting me letting leave me the go- house for three months to hang out with reality world, reality whores? Hookers. Hookers. Reality TV hookers. I'm going to, what are you going to do with the money, Wes? This is him in the sand looking like a grandma and grandpa about to die. He looks bad, y'all. And he goes, I'm I'm probably going to spend it all on a honeymoon with my wife. And Lord knows she deserves it after allowing me to come on this TV show and spend a whole bunch of time with reality show hookers. Wow. That is the last soundbite, really, we get from Wes on this season. It's weird. It's I mean, creepy. You, you got to give him a little bit of a break based on the condition that he was in. But hookers, reality show hookers. I, what what is he angry about right now? I think that we're gonna see a side of Wes slowly coming out as he aged that we don't like. I'm Wes gonna make that not, prediction. Wes was now. not a good guy when he showed up on the show. Yeah, but so, he was like young and fun. Now but, as he's yeah. getting older, it's like ooh. He was ripped. Second place. Here we go. It's down to Theo and Turbo. Nick looks at me. He goes, who do you think wins it all? I say Turbo. No, you say Theo. I said Theo, but then I said I meant to say yeah, Turbo. Yeah, well, no, because you, no, no, but you didn't say it like that. I go, who do you, so who do you think has it? And you go, Theo. I go, okay, I'm going to go with Turbo. And then a second goes by, and then you go, oh, wait, I was going to say Turbo. I really was. I can never believe I you, I thought I said Turbo. So then let's get into it. Who, who takes second? I am the winner. Turbo. (laughs) I will win. I told you I will win. I will fuck you. I will win. Uh, Turbo, ladies and gentlemen, coming out of nowhere with a gosh darn victory. This man is the ultimate winner of the challenge. Season 33, War of the Worlds. Congratulations, Turbo Bartakamus. Wow, Turbo. I mean, hats off to you. I mean, for real. I can't even. I don't even. I don't know what to say. I mean, as I was saying before we got into it earlier, if you think back now, you go, wow, this was a season about a man named Turbo. Yeah. I mean, every episode. You, I mean, it's It was a season about a man named Turbo. Because you should be able to, at this point, or at least I should be able to, um, look at these shows and really analyze who is the show about. Yeah. And there's, it's so, it takes a while to get there, but this show was about Wes and Turbo. Yep. And it's interesting to see that Turbo won, and it was right there, right under our noses the whole time. Yeah. Clearly was going to win the whole time. 
Uh, and he is a rookie champion. Uh, he is a champion from another country. He is charismatic. He is interesting to watch. He's funny as heck. He's great for television. Yeah. Now, Nick, did you change your opinion about him? Because you were kind of on the fence. Um, I was weirded out by him when he started turning on like Hunter because Hunter's relationship with Nani. Yeah, that was weird. You me found out. some of his behavior questionable. I don't I think you like the drink, the milk drinking thing. Oh, bothered of course. You. I mean, uh, above all things, uh, how could you do that? But no, I, I still am suspect of him in a in a way. But I he has definitely earned my respect, and I definitely really like him as a challenger on my favorite TV show, The Challenge. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy he showed up, and I'm looking forward to seeing him again. And I, I he's going to be a formidable opponent uh, for as long as they keep hiring him to be on this show. Do you think they will? Yeah, bring of him back. Absolutely. I mean, if is he, can he do beatable? It, yeah. Yes, he is. Mm. Um, I do think. Yeah. That. Polly will be a champion of this show. Wow. And uh I I think that if he didn't fuck it up so bad, yeah, that he really, really had a chance You're to right. win this thing. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, his body seized up on him just by doing that challenge. He might have been one of those guys, he might have been a hunter. Yep. You know, we're just like leg cramps got to him. You know, I, I don't know it yet, but uh, you guys know I'm not a I'm not Team Polly over here, but I really do feel like this was Polly's to lose, and he lost it. Um, and I I think if he comes back and um, he sheds Kara, I think he may have a chance here. I think that you're on to something. Our next scene is TJ saying, "I'm going to take the three winners on this helicopter." They get on the helicopter. And before we get to what Nick so desperately wants to talk about, I want to talk about some words that TJ and Wes exchange. Nick, did you catch them? He said that uh, $50,000 is like a is a stack of trophies. TJ says $50,000 isn't anything to sneeze at. And Wes says, eh, I do it for the medals. And TJ said, fuck yeah. Oh, is that what he said? Yep. Oh, wow. I knew you didn't catch it. Didn't I knew you it. would like it. Because I that was... is a moment between Wes and TJ talking about doing it for the love of the game. Yeah, And true. TJ was excited. And it's two, It's a it's a private moment between two um, athletes and, and reality television people. And I just loved that they included that. And then I loved that they included the next shot, which I will let Nick describe. Well, as Ashley mentioned before, it was three people. If you remember, four people were on that beach next to that lighthouse awaiting to get into a helicopter. TJ goes, okay, top three, get in the helicopter. That means <laughs> Natalie just stands on a beach as, for some reason, the top three. I guess Natalie didn't win any money. Yeah. So The helicopter flies away and, and Natalie, Natalie waves at it. waves at it. And, and then she's alone on the beach. And she's just kind of cold alone on a beach yeah. being a lot person. The biggest loser, really. Yeah. You're number one loser on this show yep congratulations ninja natalie <laughs> well guys that's been the recap that has been the recap for this episode thank you so much uh um, we will be back next week probably for the final time talking about war of the worlds unless uh, it's a two-part reunion. Two reunion i haven't been a big fan of the reunions lately so honestly i don't know if i'm i'm looking forward to a two-parter i kind of wish well, they just yeah, they'll be short episodes give us just give us yeah it's really tough to recap a it's reunion impossible. we kind of just chat about the crazy shit that happens so yeah uh, we want to thank you for listening to this show. 
show. Um, as we mentioned before, we do a show on Mondays, which we just talk about reality in general. Uh, last Monday, we talked about um, Gordon Ramsay's 24 Hours to Hell and Back. It is a wild upgrade to the Kitchen Nightmares show. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is worth your time. Um, if you would like to recommend stuff to us or email us, give us a little shout out. You can do that uh, at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, well, follow us at realityblowspod. You can follow Ashley on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. You can find me on Instagram at Nick Maritato. Um, and just know that me and Ashley will be on a little tour. Uh, it's Ashley trying to gather a whole bunch of jokes for, to record for her first stand-up comedy album. We'll be getting all those jokes gathered up and ready to go on This Could Be My Album Tour. We will be coming to Philadelphia, Richmond, Virginia, and uh, Asheville, North Carolina, and Chapel Hill, North Carolina. That all starts in the second week of June, folks, please hit up ashleybrookroberts.com or any of those social media uh, sites that we just gave you to see the flyer and get the official dates. Get yourself a ticket. We want to meet those blowhards out there. And as always, Ashley, may TJ be very impressed with people who push it to the limit and, and cross may- that finish line. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, take it again. And may always, TJ have a skateboard no wait he's a bmxer i love you and may you not be the one person standing on the beach at the end of the final i'm sorry natalie bye